I hope you're ready. I beat bitches up. I will smack his head and eat it. Hey, brother, stop! Audacity? Congratulations, you're not on the bakery. I will cut you with words. Too much, too little, nothing's right for you all. There we go. Hello and welcome back to the Challenge War of the Words podcast. And today I'll be talking about nothing other than the Challenge CBS rumored cast list. Now, I have gotten on this mic week after week after week going over the small niblets of details that were given to us about who could possibly be on the Challenge CBS. Just last week, I was like, this seems like nothing is going to happen. There's only 10 people's names. Lo and behold, late last week, it was just dropped on us. 30 to 31 names were just dropped in our laps saying, here you go. This is all the information you would want on the Challenge CBS cast. There it is, 30 names after weeks of just 10 names, of just little droplets of names coming in, dropping out, coming in, dropping out. So I spent all weekend doing a ton of research on everybody who is speculated to be on this cast. I did some player bios, how these players are connected within their own franchises and outside of the franchises. This is a guide going through every single person and getting you familiar with the people If you have not watched a ton of Survivor, Big Brother, Love Island, The Amazing Race, this is for you to kind of get an understanding of who these players are and what we can expect. So let's first go over what we know. And what we know with 100% without a doubt, we know that TJ Lavin is going to be the host, that the filming location is going to be in Argentina, and they are departing March 10th and the 11th. So that's pretty much the 100% facts that we know that we can back up through the spoiler accounts. Now before we get into all the players and the casting and everything like that, let's go through some of the predictions that I have. I think that this will be a 13 episode season for the Challenge CBS. Survivor and The Amazing Race are normally both 13 episodes long. I think 13 episodes is a pretty decent time frame. It's about just over three months. The format I think will be solo, where dailies can be either solo, partners, or teams. I think it's going to be similarly run and filmed like the Challenge All-Stars. I almost feel like the Challenge All-Stars was the test. And when they found out that maybe it runs a little bit more smoothly through the Challenge All-Stars and the reception that Challenge All-Stars got, I think that they were like, yeah, let's just run it like Challenge All-Stars and let's just do it. I think that there's going to be a total of 24 players on this season, kind of like the Challenge All-Stars 2. I predict that this will premiere mid to late June to partner up with Big Brother. I think possibly Wednesdays, it could be on at 9 p.m., Eastern Standard Time, whereas Big Brother will come on at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So they will try to funnel in Big Brother audiences into the Challenge CBS. And I mean, there's a lot of players from Survivor, Love Island, and Big Brother. So you would expect that that sort of audience would already be into the Challenge CBS and would want to kind of take a look into it. All right, before we get into the main cast, let's talk about some of the people that were dropped who were previously on the first iteration of this cast, this rumored cast. Just to warn everybody, anybody that I talk about in this video 
is subject to change. This list is not set in stone until we have the cast reveal and the official cast photos. So let's talk about some of the players that had dropped out last minute. Uh, there was Christmas from Big Brother 19 and Big Brother 22. Cool with that. I'm totally down with that. Corey from Love Island 3. He actually won Love Island 3 with Olivia, who is now an alternate. She was originally on the list, then dropped, and now she is billed as an alternate, whereas Shannon, who was said to be an alternate for a while, now is completely cut. Um, but we have four alternates right now waiting to see if they're going to make it onto the official cast. And we have Florida from Love Island 3. She was there for about a week to eight days. Then you have Josh from Love Island Season 3 as an alternate, like I mentioned. And then you have Mike Holloway from Survivor Worlds Apart. He won that Survivor season. He got five individual immunity wins. He was either winning immunity or finding hidden immunity idols. I'm a little iffy about him coming on to do this show. I w I'm not gonna lie, I'm very surprised to see Mike's name as an alternate on this show. And like I mentioned, Olivia from Love Island 3, she won Love Island 3, now she is an alternate. So they will only be on the season if somebody like drops out, gets injured. All right, let's get into the player bios. We're gonna first start off with the Amazing Race competitors since there's only three of them. So let's start off with Kayla from The Amazing Race season 33, the season that just finished up. It just finished wrapping. She got second place on that season. Her and Raquel won two legs of that race. And then we got some insider info from Chris from the Nullified Take, who interviewed her pretty recently. Apparently, they already agreed on a date and time for an interview. And then she called him up asking to move up their interview. And Chris was kind of thinking, like, maybe it was because of the Challenge CBS. Come to find out, it was definitely because of the Challenge CBS. Um, so I'm very happy to see that she is going to be on the Challenge CBS, albeit it seems like a last minute addition. Hopefully she's actually gonna be on the season and not like an alternate. Also, Chris asked her if she would like to do the challenge and she said that she has been a fan for a long time. So I wanna see fans of the show that know the show on the show. I'm happy to hear that she is a fan and I would love to see her actually compete on the challenge. Next up, we have James from The Amazing Race 32. He actually won The Amazing Race season 32 with his partner, and they won four legs of that race, which is incredible. That's a very large amount of legs to win. They actually had an alliance on that season, which is pretty rare for The Amazing Race. Like, they have some, like, understandings with each other and have alliances that, like, oh, I won't screw you over if you don't screw me over, but there was like four teams working with each other the whole race, and then they were able to get out on top. And it's nice to see James actually on this because there's so many people that were on that speculated cast list from the beginning that, who are not even on this list anymore. So it's nice to see that somebody that we've talked about and seen on this list uh, for the very beginning is now actually on the actual speculated cast list. Next up, we have Leo, who was on three seasons of the amazing race season 23 where he finished up in fourth place with his cousin and they won two legs together then in season 24 the next season that was an all-star season they got fourth place again and only won one leg of that race and then in season 31 they came back after a pretty long while of not being on the amazing race and they got third place so that's progress and they won three legs of that race kind of going down to the affiliations of the three amazing race players 
I think that they could be the least connected out of the rest of the cast. I don't know how many parties they've been to. I don't know who they've rubbed elbows with that could possibly be on this cast. There's only three of them, so they're at a clear numbers disadvantage. Albeit their low numbers could be beneficial if, say, that there are, like, two warring alliances in the game, and then they could possibly be the swing vote, but there's only three of them. They never really played with each other, so they don't even know each other, possibly. And then, um, not a ton of crossover. Uh, Kayla just finished up her season not too long ago, so I don't even think that she's been to anything, especially with the times that we're in. So it's going to be very interesting how they're going to be able to play in this game. I'm actually looking forward to Kayla the most out of the three that were uh, casted, but I I have high hopes for the amazing race. And hopefully these three players can stay out of elimination. But again, they could be the first couple that are thrown in because of their low numbers. Now let's talk about some of the players that I'm most excited to see, and those are the Survivor players. So we're going to start off from the most recent season. So season 41 of Survivor, we have two players, and that is Chantel, or Shan, who got 8th place on the season. She is one of the most memorable cast members from her season. She had her own uh, theme song. She was very strategic. She was able to get um, advantages from her own castmates and tribe mates. I loved her on season 41. I can't wait to see her back on my TV screen. Chantel is one of my favorites, and I'm so happy to get to watch her again and watch her in a different light and a different game, but still be very strategic. And she's going to have a friend on this season, and that is Danny from season 41. He's the ex-NFL player. He got sixth place and got one individual immunity win. Chantel and Danny not only played on Survivor 41 together, but they had prior alliance history with each other. So in my mind... There's no doubt that they will be working with each other and working to get each other to the end. And I'm so happy that two of some of my favorite competitors on Survivor 41, I think they are my two favorite competitors from Survivor 41, are on this challenge CBS cast list. And somebody else that I'm very excited to see is Tyson, who is a Survivor legend. He played four seasons of Survivor, Survivor 18, Tokachins. He got eighth place, two individual immunity wins. Then Survivor 20, Heroes vs. Villains, 15th place. Not the best, but it was a stacked cast, not going to lie. And then Survivor 27, Blood vs. Water. He won that season. He also won two individual immunity wins. And then Survivor 40, Winners at War. He got 11th place. He was voted out in the fourth episode, then one back into the main game, and then was quickly sent back out in episode 10. Tyson is gold. He is confessionals gold. He is strategic. I am so happy to see him back. A lot of people have written me being like, wow, I can't believe Tyson would come to do a challenge type show or come back to reality TV. It seems so final last season, uh, Winners at War, that... He was done with it. But I think when an opportunity comes, you kind of can't say no to it. And I'm so happy to see Tyson back uh, on my TV screens or going to see him back. Hopefully it's not going to come out that he's an alternate because I really want to see him back and playing a game like this. Someone else that was on Winners at War was Sarah, who has played three seasons herself 
which was season 28, Kage Yen. She got 11th place. Then Survivor 34, Game Changers. She won that season. And then Survivor 40, Winners at War. She also got 4th place. So she is a strong player, very strategic, very physically strong. And I think she is going to be one of the stronger women on this cast. I think if she is going up against anybody in a hall brawl or anything physical, my money would be on Sarah to take them out. I just feel like she is going to be the most physical. Someone who has very close ties to Sarah and also played with her on Winners at War was Ben whose first season was Survivor 35 Heroes versus Healers versus Hustlers, which he won, and then Survivor 40 Winners at War, he took home fifth place, and he sacrificed himself for Sarah and his alliance. I think Ben could rub a lot of people the wrong way. I mean, I just remember in Winners at War, him and Jeremy just butting heads a lot, and I think Ben is such a... A, a abrasive force sometimes and sometimes he's not thinking super strongly and he kind of just does something or says something and I think he could be rubbing a lot of people the wrong way especially people that work with him and they could just want to bash heads with him and then just want to throw him in because they're just like tired of having to confront him over every little thing. The next player we're talking about is Dominic from season 36 of Survivor Ghost Island, where he played with Wendell. They were a strong duo. However, when it came down to the final tribal council, it came down to one vote and Wendell won. Dominic got second place. He won three individual immunities that season. Him and Wendell were dominant. And I think that Dominic was a very strong player. It's going to be interesting to see how he plays in a game like this. I think he's going to get along well with the Survivor players. We'll have to wait and see how he's going to be able to schmooze the other competitors on this cast list. We have another player from Survivor 35, and that is Desi, who played on Heroes vs. Healers vs. Hustlers alongside Ben, 11th place, one individual immunity. Now, even though... Ben and Desi were on the same season. They don't have any prior alliance history with one another. So I think, like I mentioned before, that there will be this like understanding of like we're survivor players. We're going to work together at the beginning of the game. But then once like everybody's true personalities start coming out and then there's other bonds and connections forming with everybody else, that's when I think we'll see like the true alliances start to form and that's when I think that Desi could find herself like working with more of the Love Island and Big Brother players than say with Ben in the in the survivor pool also out of all the survivor players I think Desi is the least threatening on paper I think Desi is going to be a very strong player in this game but on paper her resume when taking a look at the three champions the two runner-ups, she's going to be able to mitigate the survivor threat level more than the other competitors, than a lot of the other survivor competitors on this list. And I'll get into the affiliation and bonds with everybody after we talk about Tasha from Survivor 28 Kagayan, where she got sixth place. She won three individual immunities in a row. She is a comp beast. Uh, and then she was on Survivor 31 Second Chance, where she was the co-runner-up coming in second place. She tied getting second place with Spencer, also from Kagayen. Uh, they lost to Jeremy, who was just a beast that season. But Tasha is a 
strong player. I loved her on Kagayan and Second Chance. I was so happy that she was able to get a second chance. She is a strong, strong player. We haven't seen her in quite a while. We haven't seen her since 31, so that's like 10 seasons ago. Despite being the survivor player that we haven't seen in a while, I think that Tasha is going to be a beast, and I think she is going to be able to make connections. I, too, think that she could mitigate her risk level or threat level uh, with the other competitors because she hasn't been on a survivor season in quite a while like say the three winners at war where if you look at their affiliations and bonds with each other i think that tyson sarah and ben are going to have the biggest targets on their back and in saying that i think survivor will have the biggest targets out of everybody in general i think that they're threat level is going to be so big. We've seen this on the main challenge seasons, the MTV challenge, that survivor players are feared. I think that the survivor players could be targeted early and often, which scares me because I really love these players the most out of everybody who is on this rumored cast list. But in the challenge, luckily you have to compete to get somebody kicked off of the season. So for somebody to be eliminated, like a survivor player to be eliminated, they have to be outmatched in the elimination game. And I just look at this cast of survivor players going like, dang, these players are strong and they're going to have to be taken out by somebody equally or better matched. And unless they're going up against each other, which could be the case, um, if they're not going up against each other, I just put my money on these survivor players to do well. But as you can see from their affiliations and bonds, we have the winners at War Triangle with Tyson, Sarah, and Ben with Ben and Sarah with close ties because they were in that alliance with each other on Winners at War. Then you have Sarah and Tasha who were on season 28 with each other, and then they have a prior alliance history from season 28. But like I said, that was so long ago. What is their friendship and relationship looking like now? We have Ben and Desi, who were on season 35 with each other, but no former alliance ties. And then you have Dominic from Ghost Island, kind of out there on his own. He doesn't have anybody from his prior season, but I think that he's going to be able to work well with like a Tyson and a Ben. And then you have Danny and Chantel from season 41 and their prior alliance history. I just think that this is a strong, strong eight players, and I'm very excited to see what they can do on the show. All right, now we're at the point of the video where we have to talk about Big Brother. Um, so, lucky for us, there are no MTV Challenge Big Brother players playing on the Challenge CBS. I think that the Big Brother players that they picked are better than the MTV Challenge Big Brothers that they keep casting on season after season after season. Now I say that, what I worry about is that majority of these Big Brother players that they have for this season of the Challenge CBS are from the same season. They were in alliances with each other, a lot of alliances with each other, and I feel like they're going to be coming in, doing the Big Brother way of just a glob together, never wavering from each other, and could that make for stale gameplay? We'll have to wait and see, but let's get into these player profiles. The first player from Big Brother 23 that we're going to be talking about is Alyssa, who got seventh place on the season, two veto wins. I think she is going to be drastically underrated because of her size, but she is a good player. So she is coming in alongside Aza, who is also from Big Brother 23. She got third place and one HOH win. 
Then we have Derek X from Big Brother 23. He got 10th place. He had one HOH win, two veto wins. He was a big threat early on in the game, and everybody was like, we need to get him out. Hence why he has 10th place with so many wins. He was just winning way too much. He did not mitigate his threat level at all in Big Brother 23. Next up, we have Kylan from Big Brother 23. He got 4th place, 3 HOH wins, 3 veto wins, a very big comp beast, and I think he is someone to look out for on this season. Then you have Tiffany from Big Brother 23, 6th place, 2 HOH wins, and she won fan favorite, pocketing 50k. Tiffany is a strong, strategic player, and I will be talking about her affiliations very soon, but I think that she is going to be one of the best connected players on the Challenge CBS. I don't think she has anything to worry about once in this game. Like, maybe towards the end game, if somebody's going into elimination and they could possibly pick their opponent, they might pick Tiffany closer to the end and closer to the finals, but she is going to be so well protected from all of her alliances and all of her connections from not only Big Brother, from but from all over. Um, but I'll get into that very, very soon and show why I'm saying that. And then you have Xavier from Big Brother 23. He won three HOH wins, three Vito wins, just another comp beast. And Xavier is smoking hot. He is jacked. He is muscular. He is strategic as well. I just think that Xavier is going to be so cutthroat. He is well-established. I think he's going to be able to do really well on this season as well as just like he did in Big Brother 23. I mean, I almost want to pick him to win it now because I just think that Xavier is just going to be very, very strong. Now, before we get into everybody's ties, let's go through the rest of the Big Brother players. We have David from Big Brother 21 who got 16th place, and then he came back the next season in Big Brother 22 All-Stars 2, which was kind of like a mix of All-Stars and and second chances, but he came back for All-Stars and got 8th place that season, and then you have Enzo, the Meow Meow, ugh, I, I'm not looking forward to hearing somebody in a challenge realm being called the Meow Meow, but he was on Big Brother 12 originally, he got 3rd place and 1 veto win, then he came back for All-Stars in Big Brother 22, he got 2nd place, 2 HOH wins, 1 veto win, and then you have Angela from Big Brother 20, she got 4th place, Three HOH wins, two veto wins. I think she's going to be very, very strong. Now, taking a look at this chart that I made, we can see all the affiliations that everybody has with each other. We have the Cookout Alliance and the members from the Cookout Alliance that are going to be on the Challenge CBS. We have Xavier, Kyland, Tiffany, and Aza. And then in the Royal Flush Alliance is from the red and the orange into the Cookout Alliance. So you have Alyssa... Derek X, Kyland, Xavier, and Tiffany. And then in the Slaughterhouse Alliance that are on this season, you have Alyssa, Kyland, and Xavier. Now, something worth mentioning is that Alyssa and Xavier happen to have dated after the Big Brother season, and now they are no longer dating. So there's that aspect of like exes. Will they be able to work together? It's Big Brother. I think they'll definitely be able to work together. I don't think that's going to even pose a threat or a problem to their alliance. I think they're all going to be very tight-knit. One thing I do think that could play a factor into it is Kyland and Xavier's 
um, rivalry with each other. They were very heated when Kylan was voted out of the season, where Kylan kind of got into Xavier's face and basically questioned his integrity and said that he wouldn't make a good role model for his nephew. And that was very much crossing the line, very salty, just bitter, poor sport on Kylan's part as he was walking out and he just got had by a better player. And could that play into a factor? Could Kylan be like cool with everybody and sweep it under a rug? But in the back of his head, does he think like, oh, I got to take out Xavier to win this game? Now, David and Enzo played on the same season with each other in Big Brother 22, like I already mentioned, but they have no prior alliance history. They were on opposite ends of the house. So there isn't really that connection between them. There is more of a connection between David and Tiffany as they've hung out outside of the house, outside of the Big Brother. They've like met up with each other alongside other Big Brother 23 players and other Big Brother players and other CBS players um, from other various franchises of the of the cable network. So I think they're going to be more connected then say David and Enzo. And then you have Angela kind of like chilling out by herself, being the only player from Big Brother 20. I think she is a very strong competitor though. And she could be sent into an elimination, kind of like trying to take out a Big Brother player. And then all of a sudden, she's just really tough. She's a really tough competitor, really tough in both physical and I think mental games. So I think she's going to be one that could be picked on early to be sent into elimination, but will be too hard to get out and i want to take this time to go over tiffany's connections now tiffany has been on social media a lot and kind of doing this like world tour around she is like seizing the moment after her big brother 23 um season and she's doing a great job especially when it comes to making connections and who she's hanging out with as you can see from her instagram post she is meeting up with everybody and anybody, partying out with anybody and everybody. She is well-connected to, of course, her Big Brother 23 alum, but also in those Instagram pictures are not only her Big Brother 23 alumni, but also you, we can see Cinco from Love Island Season 3, who is also going to be on this season, David from Big Brother 22 and Big Brother 21, Shan as well in the Survivor 41 franchise. I'm sure there's a ton more. I didn't go too deep diving into her Instagram post, but just from like scraping off the top, this is the post that I could find that show that she is very well connected. So coming into the house, I think Tiffany is going to be very well padded and going to be able to make it far into the game because of her connections, because of who she's been hanging out with. And I think that Tiffany is going to be one to look out for on this season. All right, let's wrap this up talking about the Love Island competitors, the last grouping of competitors that are going to be on the Challenge CBS. I will say that I am surprised how many Love Island competitors are on this season of the Challenge CBS. Just for the sole fact that Love Island will no longer be on CBS. It will now be on Peacock. It will be a Peacock exclusive. But hey, I'm not complaining. We needed another franchise in here. And I think that Love Island 1 through 3 is a good franchise to take from. Especially since 
I put so much time and effort into watching those three seasons and they weren't the best. But hopefully in a new environment, in a new game, especially a game with actual physical challenges to do and having real strategy will make these people actually feel more well-rounded than just kind of laying around talking about what, what would it be like if we dated outside of this like island or Hawaii or the top of a Las Vegas casino. <laughs> So we're going to start off talking about players from Love Island 3. We have Cache, which, yes, I'm so happy. She is from Love Island 3. She was dumped on day 32. Now, I will say that this part of the video, when we're talking about the Love Island competitors, will be very sparse when it comes to their player bios. All because Love Island, there isn't a whole lot going on. Like, the competitions that they do are, like, kissing competitions whose mean tweet is talking about whom in the villa so there's really not a whole lot going on with these player stats it's mainly their pictures to get you familiar with who they are and possibly their connections with each other and outside of their franchise so when you're kind of like looking at these player bios and going like what else did they do on the show there's really nothing they can do on the show besides getting partnered up with each other so they don't get dumped from the island. But Cache made it pretty far. She got to day 32. Somebody that she was linked to for the longest time is Cinco, and he was also on Love Island 3. He was dumped on day 25. Now, they had a roller coaster of a relationship and momentum on that season. Cache liked Cinco. Cinco was kind of going back and forth between like two or three women. Finally, Cinco was eliminated, then Cache was eliminated. They linked up after Love Island 3, and they dated for a long while. So they are no longer with each other, but that could be good for us, the audience, because they could have this, like, exes thing going on. So they could have that factor going on. I just feel like they're going to be friendly with each other, and also the possibility of a big alliance between Love Island and Big Brother. They don't want to, like, ruin that for anybody and I think that they're just going to like glob on to one another and that is from Chantel from the reality realness with three s's channel we talked on Friday on the nullified take channel with Chris about the possibilities of the strategy and who was on this cast list and uh, Chantel mentioned that there could be this giant pre-game alliance between Big Brother and Love Island but I'll get to that relatively soon Next up, we have Giovanni from Love Island 3. He was dumped on day 17, didn't make it very far into the season, but him and Cinco are like this. They have a lot of Instagram uh, pictures with each other, kind of like working out with each other, so they are going to be very, very close. They're best friends, it feels like. Next up, we have Selly from Love Island 2. She was the runner-up. She got second place on the season alongside her partner at the time, Johnny. They did not last very long. Johnny is going to be on X on the Beach. And also, he is rumored to be on a new, like, Jersey Shore type show. So, Johnny is going the MTV route. Whereas, Sally is also going the MTV route, possibly being on X on the Beach. As well as now this challenge, CBS. And alongside her is her best friend from Love Island 2. And that is Justine. So happy to see Sally and Justine on the challenge CBS they are my favorite competitors from Love Island 2. That season was a mess. They did it during the pandemic. It was on top of a Las Vegas hotel and casino. Not the best season, but 
But these two women are the best players and people from that season, and I'm so happy that they are going to be back on my TV screen. Justine actually won Love Island 2 alongside Caleb, who we do not talk about Caleb here. <laughs> we do not talk about Caleb Caleb here. And finally, we have wrapping up the Love Island contestants is Kira from Love Island 1. She was dumped on day 24. Now, she is the only player from Love Island Season 1, but she is the best player from Love Island Season 1. Now, when we take a look at this, what could seem like a very confusing affiliation and bond map, um, but I will talk everybody through this. We have the Season 3 triangle with Giovanni, Cinco, and Cachet. Now, when we take a look over at the yellow square, we have Justine and Sally. They are Season 2 besties. They hang out outside of the house very much with each other. So they are not only like, oh, we know each other from Love Island 2, we'll have this understanding with each other. They're legit best friends. And also when we take a look at Cachet and Justine's Instagram, I saw that they posted some Instagram photos with each other. So they have a working relationship with each other outside of reality TV. So there is that connection between Cachet and Justine, as well as... Kira, who you may think is like, oh, she's the only one from Love Island 1. She doesn't have any connections with anybody except maybe if she saw people out at a CBS party, which she could have. But there is a deeper connection, and that is with Justine and Selly, who all three are rumored to be on X on the Beach Season 5. That is premiering on March 31st. That show filmed last year in July, so they could have met up with each other via taping that show or a rap party for that show. They stayed connected and they could have like this trio with each other. So there is those connections on the Love Island side, uh, just in the Love Island franchise, but also outside of the Love Island franchise as well. So that's how I see everybody connected within their own franchises and outside of the franchises. I'm actually kind of surprised by the casting in the form that... I thought it was going to be a lot of random people that I may or may not want to see on the challenge. I think that it could have gone way worse with the casting. I think a lot of the names that I were speculating on week after week, I was kind of like gritting my teeth because I don't want to see some of those players. Um, but seeing who is coming in on the Survivor side as well as the Big Brother side and Love Island side and the Amazing Race side, I'm actually pretty impressed and a lot more intrigued than I was at the very beginning of say when I was hearing some of the names being leaked out um, some names are shocking me like Tyson and Dominic Ben I think those three players are from the survivor side I'm pretty shocked to see uh, Enzo and David I'm shocked to see as well and Nobody really surprises me on the Love Island side because I didn't expect anybody from the Love Island to really make an appearance. Um, if I had to pick somebody, I guess Giovanni, just because I didn't really remember him from the season. So I don't think he made that big of an impact uh, for me, at least. But yeah, just looking at this, I'm pretty shocked. I'm pretty surprised and I'm delightfully surprised uh, about everybody who's on this cast list. I think that there's a lot of really good players 
and some players that I would like to see actually not be on this season, but be on the main MTV challenge season and maybe take the place of, say, like a Big Brother player or uh, be taking the place of other players so that we can make more room for Survivor players. Um, I'm now moving towards like, should I be sounding the red alarms to I am cautiously optimistic now. I'm going to put optimistic in my repertoire saying that I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm not going to be jumping up and down doing jumping jacks for this just yet. But I think with the players that they put on this challenge CBS, we could see some decent gameplay. Again, the one thing that I'm worried about is the big brother aspect of the game. We see on the MTV The Challenge the way those Big Brother players play the game. And we feel like they watered down the gameplay because of the numbers aspect. And they have been able to just like scrounge up all the numbers. They are cool with being in the majority. And they're just cool to like sit back and kind of just let the game just flow in the way that they want to. If we're worried about the MTV challenge and the way it's being played when there's only really three to four Big Brother players on that season, what do we think is going to happen when there's a tight-knit group of eight to nine Big Brother players playing the game? That's the one thing that I worry about, is the gameplay and will people put it on autopilot and just kind of like, yeah, we'll just write out the numbers. That's what I'm worried about the most, but... Like I mentioned, I'm cautiously optimistic. But now I turn it over to you. What do you think about the Challenge CBS rumored cast? Who are you the most excited to see play? And who are you least excited to see play? Who, what are your predictions of who can make it far and who will maybe not do well at all? Let me know anything and everything down in the comments section below. I want to hear what you have to say about everything that I mentioned here. I hope this video was able to help everybody kind of get an understanding of all the competitors, the cast, their affiliations, what they were able to do on their own shows, and then what we could expect from them coming into the Challenge CBS. And like I mentioned, if any new updates come in, like new players are coming in and departing and being sequestered, or if other players are dropping out, or if there's new alternates and who is being revealed as alternates, I will be back on this podcast letting everybody know exactly what's going on with updates. But thank you so much for watching. And before I go and wrap things up, I want to give a special thank you to everybody who supports me over at patreon.com slash angelcakebids. Thank you so much for your support. I really appreciate it. I'm doing a lot of fun, exclusive content over at patreon.com. So if you want to be a part of it, go check out patreon.com slash angelcakevids. There is a link in the description. Thank you so much for checking out this podcast. I really appreciate it. While you're down there, hit that like and subscribe button. I'll be back really, really soon with more challenge content, more content in general. But until then, peace. Take them on your run, teacher. Don't take care. Hope to see you never.